It's a couple days late this week, but we're here for the week nine recap <laughs> here on the Dynasty Time podcast. Scott here along with Dan. How's it going? And Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. I was going to introduce you, sir, in a more dramatic way. But... He can't never... keep his mouth shut. You can never be sure. You can never be sure. That's fair. <laughs> you could... I could have just made you listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> uh, Bobby FC is here. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Great to be on, uh, finally. How's, how does it feel to be here? Uh, yeah. It does feel good. I don't think I've done one of these in a while, so. Were you ever on the uh, the radio show that we did? Yeah, um, you you oh were God. one of the regulars on there. I, think. I was, yeah, yeah. It was, but that was like a solid. I don't know, two years ago, may, at least, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blog Talk Radio. If you guys didn't listen Blog, to the Blog intro, Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Oh my God. They yeah. upped their pricing to be like a hundred dollars a month, right? Instead of free. So, so we yeah. moved over here. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Bobby, it's great to have you on. Great to be um, here. Would love for you to just, you know, introduce yourself to the other people who <laughs> don't know you, which yeah. is probably like half the league. Yeah, which that's that's actually that's that's a good thing now. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah so I'm Bobby Wells. Um, I've known Scott since uh, first grade. Um, I'm an original dynasty time uh original team bobby fc i live in bloomington indiana um i haven't won a playoff game since like the first obama administration um i'm not terribly proud of that fact but i'm just the andy reed of the league i guess you know regular season awesome well except this year playoffs atrocious so i don't really know how to explain that that is uh that is true 11 playoff appearances for you yeah uh you have not won a playoff game since 2009 so that's disappointing (laughs) you were three times in a row you were the division champion and lost in the first round how does that feel yeah that's not great i was i was very disappointed last year and then i think it was maybe like 2000 16 or 2015 when i anticipated big things and the saints laid a fucking egg against the 49ers in like week 14 and that was that um yeah i did win this league the very first year though and i made and i made the finals the second year eventually losing to brian i think um but yeah it was started off strong and it's just been going downhill since <laughs> it's always a good sign when you remember specific <laughs> games from two years ago yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh, um, yeah <laughs> yeah well a lot of success but yeah 2006 was your championship so Jeez, that seems like a long time ago oh, oh god it is yeah who was yeah. the president then <laughs> a white guy i think <laughs> that is true one of ellen's friends i hear oh boy oh, god <laughs> anyway politics um yeah oh, we're only been... we're only six minutes in here let's not let's not get going <laughs> let's not get bobby and me going on politics i don't know i don't can I don't you think... even get into politics anymore without just crying well, I mean, it's not even like a debate anymore. No, to me. I, 
I don't. I agree, and I don't think Dan and I would really have anything to argue about. We probably just try and talk over each other. So. <laughs> exactly. We would. We would try to like one up each point. other yeah. on our on our like points, yes. um, on our like minded views. But exactly. it would still somehow come off as an argument. <laughs> probably. <laughs> just the way you two go at it. Yeah. Um, we'll do that in a couple of weeks yeah. when we have when we don't have a new, when we don't have a new guest. Something good. <laughs> Uh, Dan, anything before we move on to uh, the recap of the week? I mean, yeah, I have a really serious question. I mean, what was Scott like in first grade oh, or elementary school? I don't understand why this grade It's fascinating. I mean, I don't know. The league's been around for great story. 14 years. I mean, how much have we all changed in 14 years? <laughs> I mean, I mean, even I the elder statesmen of the league have changed enormously in 14 years. Those Those of us who are you know, in our early thirties were in freaking high school when this thing started. Right. Like that's the crazy thing. So I don't know. I I love to hear the the old stories. Um, So I quick story, Scott and I first became friends in first grade, Mrs. Dishinger's class. When Scott brought in, she was Scott brought in a, um, God, what the hell was it? It was like this weird foam hat that looked like the crown that the statue of Liberty, statue, wears. Of Liberty hat. Yeah. statue of Liberty hat. And I made the mistake of trying to put it on. And I guess my head is just fucking huge or something. And the, and the foam hat that Scott brought in for show and tell actually like ripped. And I mm-hmm. felt so, I felt so terrible. I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And Scott was like, you just say, that's okay. You want to come over and play tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. That epitomizes Scott. He hasn't yeah. changed a bit. It really does. It really does. Scott, Scott hasn't changed that much. He's still entirely too nice, and I'm mostly around to, like, you know, do all the yelling for him. And ruin my stuff. It's cool. <laughs> I love and, that hat. And, ru- and ruin your stuff, indeed. <laughs> I love it. That's a great story. That that actually go. makes me really happy that he hasn't changed since he was six years old. <laughs> he really hasn't. <laughs> Uh, good times. We know what to good expect. Times. We know what to expect from our commissioner. I think that's how I that's how I read that. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to get meaner on the slack, you know. I think but... I think the and we'll get into this in a little bit, but I think the biggest uh one of the biggest uh change-ups you've thrown is this whole idea of superflex and really just mixing up the league. The oh, whole geez. reset. I know, right? I mean, this is like a big Scott changeup. Should we just bring? Should we just start? Just go with that first. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's, Let's mix do it. it up. All Let's right. mix it up. Let's talk Superflex. We've talked Superflex ten weeks in a row on this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so glad I haven't been listening. <laughs> ten ten weeks in a row on the podcast with all the Slack conversations in between. Yeah. So, so it's, it's been a lot. I guess, Bobby, where where do you stand in on uh, November sixth? November 7th. 7th? Shit. Yeah. November 7th. This week doesn't... Well, whatever. I, th- <laughs> I think I've been one of the largest opponents of the Superflex change. Um, <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, largely, I mean, I have to say I've used it kind of just as an excuse to uh, be a dick in the Slack uh, chat just because, I don't know. We've mi- we're missing some Austin like characters. Like as I said, somebody needs to pick up the slack, if you will. Uh, um, I still think Superflex is dumb, and starting a second quarterback thing remotely football based is just kind of ridiculous. However, um, I don't really care anymore, <laughs> and 
I'm giving up my opposition to the idea because I don't really care anymore. And maybe it'll be new and interesting, you know, and it seems like I'm maybe just with Lance at this point rowing the boat alone uh, against the tide. So I'm just going to stop doing that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, our exhaustion <laughs> campaign has worked, Dan. I guess so. <laughs> we just keep hammering them. And, uh, but I mean, to be serious for a second, like at the end of the day, it's a vote, regardless of what we all think individually. It's got to be a vote and we got to go with the majority. Right. I mean, there's 14 of us and right. I think we're all bought in. Whatever happens, we're still going to all love, hate fantasy at the same time and give each other shit yep. and be dicks and whatever. Uh, so, yep. you know, I think we're, we're to a point now it's, let's get a vote going and let's see what it comes back as there's been a lot of talk. We'll yeah, see what people actually, how people actually respond to a vote. When it's yeah, I want to, I want to move on to other, uh, rules that are more interesting. Um, but I, I did get your opposition mostly because your strategy has been to just dominate at the quarterback position for 14 years. <laughs> so it did make sense. So. Yeah, I mean, so it's not. I mean, now it doesn't matter probably because the league's going to change. But so my my strategy was always to get basically every position, try and get ten points or close to ten points around every position, and get twenty points out of the quarterback um, every week because that will get used to something like a hundred and ten points or a hundred points per week, which is about what you need to do to be competitive. And so that seems pretty, I mean, that doesn't seem like a huge revelatory strategy or anything, but what it means is I've always really liked um, high, uh, high floor kind of players. So even if that means like old kind of boring guys, if they can put up 10 points a week, I'm a happy camper. Quarterback has always been important to that, even though it seems like the rest of the league frequently, as Scott said earlier, like earlier in the season just kind of forget about the position you know grab somebody hopefully in the top 10 and hope it works out I've always been more because of that strategy always been like I absolutely need 20 points out of the quarterback every week if I can get 30 that's great but if I'm getting anything below that in particular from the quarterback I'm in trouble so I've always been, I don't want to say investing. I'm not drafting Aaron Rodgers in like the first round or anything, but it has meant I've done things like, you know, Peyton Manning, um, other some running quarterbacks, etc. cetera. Um, and I don't really like the idea of starting two quarterbacks now, not because it totally screws up my strategy. It just kind of seems against the, against the real kind of feel of football, which is you have one quarterback and it's the most important position on the field. But I don't really have, as Scott has pointed out on multiple occasions, I don't really have a great argument for why it will, you know, ruin the league or drastically affect scoring or anything like that. It's just, it just feels kind of wrong and weird <laughs> to start two quarterbacks. True. But honestly, at this point, who cares? Let's, you know, try something new. Yeah, and I think that, I mean that's kind of where I've been coming from is try something new. I'm honestly a little bit ex- of it. I'm a little bit exhausted of just classic fantasy football, <laughs> and I think I yeah. love our dynasty style league. That's easily my favorite part. <laughs> we could start. We could have a positionless mm-hmm. league for all I care, and 
Like I, the <laughs> dynasty part is still going to be my favorite part. So, um, but it's, I mean, it's totally yeah. personal preference. It's kind of like my opinion on like fantasy defenses my, and, and how I hate fantasy <laughs> right. defenses scoring. I just hate <laughs> fucking being beat by yeah. defenses. Like I, I just, it yeah. feels like yeah. such a random crap shoot every week and someone can pick up the fucking Kansas city chiefs off the waiver wire. <laughs> who's one of the worst defenses in the NFL and beat me with them. But that I, I don't have an objective yeah. reason. I just fucking hate it. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I totally identify with, with that kind of opinion. So, um, you know, yeah. anyway, yeah. I, I right. hear you on that again, see how the vote comes back and see, see what it looks like. But yeah, I think we're, I think we, we got it. Like I've said numerous yeah. times in this podcast, we have an awesome group of dudes, um, dudes and Karen uh, to, to move <laughs> forward with. So, you know, whatever yes. we do, it's going to be great. And if we can all get together next fall, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Chicago 2019, baby. 2020. <laughs> I mean, or 2020, excuse 2020. me. Wow. 2020. Or Vegas. Okay, I don't know. I'll go to Vegas. What's your name? Um, Who's the president? <laughs> it's been a long week, Dan. I know. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, great. And yeah, that's fun. Uh, curious, while we're on the topic, what uh, what's your opinion of the, the keepers? And like, do you like where we're at? We talked last week uh, for, for a hot second on like, or maybe it was with C-City, um, about the DP. And is it actually better to even add a second dp option um or something mm-hmm. like that to kind of make it a little bit more fun for the shitty teams to have a chance mm-hmm. to to build something um but yeah i don't yeah. know what are your thoughts on you know the setup i, I think we all agree the setup's pretty good um so we don't have yeah. drastic changes yeah. but any thoughts on that um i i i really kind of like things the way they are only because um, it's not just because I, I might seem like one of the more conservative guys here when it comes to the rules, but actually I just kind of like the balance of the, and I always have like the balance of the four keepers. Um, I think deep, uh, what do you, well, developmental players, yeah, <laughs> sure. that's technically yeah. what it stands for. I'm trying to think <laughs> what, what the hell are they called? <laughs> developmental players. I think it's great to have one of them. I would consider to if maybe you just replaced the franchise player with the developmental player. The problem is I think developmental players are kind can be kind of overpowered mm. um, because I feel like there was a time, I think we changed the rule a long time ago. There was a time when it had to be basically a dude, his second year in the league, something like that. Now I think DPs can be their third year in the league. Maybe that's not, maybe that's wrong. I'm not really sure. But it just seems like you can easily f- come across one of these guys who's a star, kind of like Lamar Jackson, I would say, a star who qualifies as DP. And it's almost like, wow, that guy is way too good. He shouldn't be. <laughs> he shouldn't qualify as a developmental player. There was a time when it was just like taking a flyer on dudes who really hadn't shown much their first year. Now it's kind of easy to tell who those guys are going to be. And it just seems like developmental players. I don't know. It's like the, it's like a, a franchise light a franchise keeper light. Um, and I don't really know if I'd want to add a fifth one. Yeah. Two, two quick thoughts on that, one. Bobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. 
I'm just so I think, you know, we've been talking about adding limits to the, how long you can actually keep somebody. So I think for me, yeah. like I'm, I'm a big proponent of potentially adding a DP. And I think if you have limits on how long you can keep somebody, that might help a little yeah. bit. Uh, and then we've also talked mm-hmm. about instead of having a DP worth a 14th rounder, do we move that up a little bit? Yeah. So maybe, you know, year yeah. one, that your DP is at 12 or an 11. And then if you actually want a DP guy a second time around, which you can, uh, uh-huh. maybe that jumps uh-huh. up two rounds. So something like that. Okay. I mean, we haven't dug too much into it yet, but that's kind of what okay. I was thinking was, because I really like the idea of using the DP. If you have a couple really down years, can you really try to rebuild mm-hmm. your squad? And I've actually been able to do that yeah. over the last few years. I use myself. I mean, I know myself better than anybody, right? So I use myself as an example <laughs> where like I've, I've yeah. drafted and stashed guys like, Calvin Ridley, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Michael Thomas over the last three, four years. And they are now, you know, before Roethlisberger got hurt, three of my best players. Um, So, you (laughs) know, I just – that's kind of the way that I look at it, where I was in this really weird spot in the league for three, four, five years and finally just said, you know what, I'm going to try to rebuild. I'm going to always be on the lookout for DPs. I'm going to maybe trade for one if I Mm -hmm. can. And then instead of just straight up bottoming out, I got lucky. I hit on a couple and, and, and figured it out. So uh, while I don't mm-hmm. disagree that you can always kind of find a DP, I don't think they always yeah. pan out like a uh, Lamar or a uh, Mahomes or, you know, that doesn't always kind of, so, yeah. so I don't know. And I think adding the limits yeah. there would prevent you from truly finding a Mahomes, stashing him for a year, then keeping him for half his career. If you can only keep a guy for yeah, three yeah. or four total years right. and, and one or two right. of them's a DP, well, then you really only have that guy for two years, which I think you're rewarded yeah, for yeah. using one of your roster spots, which we have small rosters. You're rewarded for actually stashing yeah. that guy. So, Yeah, yeah I would be fine with – I mean, just off the top of my head, I would probably be fine with that because it's really the combination of using the DP and then the franchise tag, which like together yeah. combines sometimes to create situations where people just have – dudes who one were barely developmental players to begin with and then two and then two they have them for 13 years and I mean we haven't necessarily I I can't remember a ton of players that have really pissed me off like that but I know they're there and I know Mahomes if we weren't resetting would probably I'd be like protesting Uh, Mahomes would be on prime time for the next 13 years (laughs) (laughs) exactly or or Lamar Jackson for me you know so that and that's just ridiculous so in in some ways if you put a limit on the number of times you could keep them yes I would or or, you know they have to be gone after two years or something like that I would be totally cool yeah Kamara's another example of like he was a sixth rounder, I think, or seventh rounder or something. Yeah, and yeah. I DP'd him. God, yeah. And then he's a seventh yeah. rounder. And then I multi him, so now he's a sixth rounder. And so it's like, <laughs> it's, and when I did it, ridiculous. he was already <laughs> a top running back, right? So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. I think the combination of limiting the Gronk, like a Gronk rule that avoids that. And also oh. making, yeah, yeah, gr- oh, yeah, making Gronk, the DP that's something right. that's one of not... <laughs> A 14th rounder, so you actually have to think about it, maybe. <laughs> or yeah. right now. Yeah, just, well, I like everybody the... throws a 14. Yeah. Although I do kind of like that because then everybody picks a young guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, cool. it's, I, I, I like the change we made a few years ago when we moved uh, free agents from a 10th rounder keeper to a 
I don't know, what is it, sixth yeah. or fifth or something like that? Just because that also that created, was, I mean, I've had Odell Beckham. That was a point of contention ever. for and, a while. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So if you, some combination of, you know, um, limiting the number of years being kept or drastically bumping up the round, kind of like that, I think would, th- those would be fine changes um, if you wanted to add a, another developmental player. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh Cool. Any other uh, topics, Dan, that you've been... Defensive scoring? Oh, Jesus. We're not talking (laughs) about that. (laughs) Bobby, any other things that you would... uh, I don't know. You've heard about, you don't like, you like... Um, This is kind of the random um, Could we... uh, could everyone. we do? Could we do individual defensive <laughs> oh, players <God>. finally? <laughs> I think Dan and I are totally on the spectrum. On this. <laughs> I've, it's funny. I've as in, as into fantasy football I've been. I've never done that. I know. I haven't either. I thought. It, I think it's great. <laughs> I can't imagine watching on Sunday and being like, "Oh, good, he tackled him." <laughs> Wait, I can't. I can't tell if you're serious, Bobby. I can't. I can't tell if you're serious. I am. I am I am dead serious, Dan. Scott and I have been talking about IDP yeah, for wow. years. It's just never happened. I mean, yeah. That, so what's funny about that, though? I think we'd lose half the league. <laughs> yeah. it, it's like, I think, though, the reason we got rid of kickers, for example, was the lack of spread, right? It was like a, you could, it was yeah, a coin flip yeah. every single week. And if you were doing one yeah. IDP, I mean, there's plenty of linebackers in the league that you could pick up, and the spread would be yes. very, very small. Right? Do you know that though, Dan? Have I you do. played in a league? I, I have. I have. Have you actually? Probably like five years ago when it like first became really popular. Have you crunched the numbers and averaged? You know what each position would. No, but to but I I can predict what it would be. It'd be exactly <laughs> like kicker. But having having said that, I still think I would be fine with that more than fucking Kansas City Chiefs scoring 50 points on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, anyway. But no, I think, um, I think once we kind of get yeah. past Superflex, we can start talking about keeper rules, scoring <laughs> rules, and all that kind of stuff, which we have plenty, yeah. plenty to talk about. And shit, we're ready on the week 10 of the season. I know. We've got a lot of ground yeah. to cover. Which, is all, which also, I have to say, is part of the reason I don't. I mean, like, Superflex, it, I, I do have opinions about it but not so much that we really need to <laughs> be flogging flogging that very dead horse at this point yeah uh good good stuff um so let's move on on the slack from now on maybe maybe i'll make a post and about the keeper thing so we can start talking about that instead. yeah that's more it. interesting yeah um yeah. very cool and yeah that's all i got in the rules right now real quick now that everyone's going to tune out, week nine happened. And unfortunately <laughs> for me, we skipped this recap earlier because I was the high score of the week. So congratulations to Badger Pride. Thank you. Congrats. Ten bucks to me. Although I never really win any money in this league. I just don't lose it because it's all just sitting yep. in my Venmo. <laughs> Not collecting interest. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, I, I have to give you credit for the Kenyon Drake trade. You got lucky as shit I mean... that he becomes starter like immediately, <laughs> and then he plays well against the top defense in the NFL. Uh, right but... now, that might go down as a trade. That does that make up for the Algie Crumpler trade, Bobby? I mean, <laughs> oh, oof, oof. Oh man, the Algie Crumpler trade. Dan, do you know about the Algie Crumpler trade? 
I, oh Adrian Peterson. God, I forgot all about oh. that. Yes. I think it was like it was oh, yeah. Peterson's like rookie year or something. And oh you traded God, AP yes. for Crumpler. Yeah. Wow. And that was probably yeah. before tight ends were yeah. worth a full yeah. point. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so yeah. it's even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was it was just one of the you know, the you know how the draft goes, you wait on a tight end and then your guy gets taken, you panic. That was the that was the Algie Crumpler trade. It was I mean, I don't know if it's as bad as the Alex Smith trade that I made um, recently, that? but the Algie Crumpler trade. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. Um, the algae crump, the algae crumpler trade was legendary, though. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and of course it was to Austin too. Wow. So, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Kenyon yeah. Drake, hell yeah, Melvin Gordon's coming around. I'm feeling a little better about my team. We'll see. Um, and I'm yeah. glad to beat Logan after he was so cocky about his his past few days. Or oh, weeks. He, he's been talking shit. At four and five, I don't know. He even <laughs> lost. His, his defense scored 25, and he still lost. <laughs> and your defense only scored 10, shockingly, and you scored 151 points. Yeah, my great defense. Highest score ever when your defense scores 10 or less. <laughs> Figure that out. Could, wow. could be. Wow, that's, that's yeah, quite as pulled it out of my ass. <laughs> I'm sure I could crunch that one. Yeah, um, go spend 20 minutes on that right now. Probably take 45, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's four in a row for me over NWL. That feels good. Uh, the closest game of the week was one in which I was getting texts on Monday night from Craig himself going, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, look, I just, I just have to say I'm really glad that the slack has mostly just been <laughs> Craig at seven and one, um, bitching and moaning about everything uh for the last two weeks so yeah that's been interesting right? oh. <laughs> yeah 33.7 points out of fucking tyler lockett oh yeah I mean, come oh, on man jeez we feel God. so bad i, mean, I just, just i, I, I you hate just to see it. sitting at home sweat just sitting at home sweating bullets you know it's six and one seven and one man that's tough <laughs> yeah i think i can finally say craig you'd be you'd be eight and one if you had christian mccaffrey <laughs> The first week that not having McCaffrey has affected him. That's right. I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. I win. Uh, I win, You win the argument. Suck uh, it. A hell of a game, though. 130 apiece. The two best teams in the league. And Laverty goes to 7-2. and two. He's broken the podcast curse, so that's a good thing. Um, yeah, Laverty's been a little quiet. We got we to gotta hear from him soon. Um, yeah, what else there? Nothing too special. Both teams are good. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Brothers <laughs> Mendez, 92 to 54. Can we stop complaining about your points against after this week? I mean, I'm still number one in points against. <laughs> even, a- even after they put up 55 on me, I'm still number one in points against. 55 points. I know. I, <laughs> that's got, that's I think at be least Todd would agree that I record. deserve that. I deserve someone to lay an egg against me. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to fucking take it. At least it's funny. I was looking really bad for a little while and actually Gallup, he only had 10 points, but he had like, he had like two and then he scored a touchdown late in that game to push me over the 90 mark. So at least I got over 90 because it feels, you know, I think we can all agree 80s sounds way worse than 90s, (laughs) at least historically in this league. And if you look at my bench, Uh, all five bench guys on by, including, you know, my two best players, Michael Thomas and the Saints defense. 
Andrew yes. Brees. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to defend myself any more than that. I fucking deserve that. So get off my back. Uh, not even close to the fewest points scored. That was Green Hell with 25 points in 2015. Oh, I got to go back to that. And that was a tanking situation. I'm pretty it sure must we have fined him or something for that. <laughs> it almost kicked him out of the league or some shit. I don't know. Probably. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, but Bobby, if it makes you feel any better, or if it makes Dan feel any better, I should say, not sure if you caught it a few weeks ago, but you, Bobby FC with 160.5 is the most points scored in a loss. So congratulations yeah. on yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That sounds about right. Uh, it was back in 2007. Was that a playoff <laughs> yeah. game? Probably. It was week nine, I believe. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Good stuff there. So Mendez moves to four and five. Sea City Boston continuing to just be solid, taking down the Misfits. And I think the Misfits are starting to fall back and regress to being what we thought they were. They are who they thought we were. Wait, what is it? They are who they thought we were. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, nice try. Who how about, we thought how about they a couple were. of zeros? How about a couple of zeros on the misfits? Valdez Scantling and Didi Westbrook laid laid eggs. Oh yeah, all those Packers players that he talks about. Must be nice. Yeah. That Rogers one of his worst games of his career. He's he's starting Adrian Peterson, so he still thinks it's two thousand ten. <laughs> If I had Algie Crumpler, I would trade him for him. <laughs> McCaffrey puts up 36 points. Yeah, and that's all they really needed. Um, continuing on, Ultimate Warriors, 130-92. In a tense matchup between the, the folks who traded each other, Matthew Stafford put up 29. Uh, Curtis Samuel was on the bench with 15 points. So disappointing for Rossman to not play who he traded for. Mm-hmm. Can we can we also uh, just uh, point out how good Stafford has been the last few weeks and how absolutely atrocious just the Lions in general. Um, <laughs> Matt, Matty Patty, uh, Jesus, genius's defense has been. I mean, is this, just, I mean, this is Stafford's I mean, best year. He's like yeah, top I, he's three quarterback this year. He's yeah, so it's good. unbelievable. He's thrown he's he's thrown something like it was like twelve hundred yards and ten TDs in the last three games, and they've lost two of those games. I mean, how is that even possible? How's it? Uh, you know, whatever. Because right. they're the Lions, yeah. Bobby. We know this. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I didn't get to watch the end of the Raiders game. I thought we were totally fine, and then I checked the score. Yeah. like an hour later, and I'm like, oh, we lost. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I don't know. The three-four defense couldn't contain um, Jalen Richard. <laughs> I think it was. So yeah, I, you know, of course, who could contain yeah. him? It's funny. I was I was at the casino and I bet on the Lions. So I'm sorry. I, That's just I'll, I'll take the blame for that. <laughs> yeah. They were they were getting like three points against the fucking Raiders. Yeah. Vegas. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. God, that was yeah. so stupid. So dumb. Um, another guy who's having an incredible year is Russell Wilson. 43 oh, points yeah. this week. Oh, my God. It's fucking insane. MVP. I mean, yeah, he, I mean he, he might be Rogers. the best quarterback this year. He and Rogers are MVP he, right now. Who is he throwing <laughs> the ball to? I mean, God, if Tyler Lockett is their best, you know, pass catcher, I mean, Russell Wilson, what, I know he's he's a badger. 
Um, I know he's also about five foot two. <laughs> How is he doing it, man? How is he? You know, he's ridiculous. I, I mean, know. he's and they don't I, really have like a legit starting running back, do they? I don't know. Well, they Bobby, got Chris do Carson. They? My, 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 my guy, my guy, my guy, Chris Carson. Um, he's I, he's I, but he he fumbles like three times a game, so that makes it tough. I just feel like they keep psyched. Psych- yeah, like Carson's supposed to be the guy, but I mean, fantasy wise, he's actually yeah. having a decent year. He's got a few twenty-ish point games, um, and I mean, yeah. he's the type of guy they just pound it to him, right? He'll, he'll carry the ball 25, 30 oh, times yeah. a game. Yeah. But doesn't really go that he's go nuts. anywhere half the time. Yeah, but, yeah, no, he's he's nothing special. But when it's either it's either that or let Russell Wilson just I don't know throw bombs. Yeah, all over the place. I mean Russell's. So, I guess you got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was hoping Chris Carson's backup would uh, pull it together so I could screw you over, but I, that didn't that didn't yeah, work out. You, you really. Yeah, that that was a bad waiver wire pickup, but you made up for it with the Kenyon Drake trade. So. Um, yeah. Okay, so Warriors is now five and four. Prime time is out of the playoffs, probably. Bobby FC three yeah. and six after a loss to a Birds of Prey team that is coming out of nowhere right now. But yeah. Bobby, yeah. with your was... third straight loss, this is it has not uh, gone well. It's yeah, no, it has not. Um, also put together a decent week too. It was something like 125 points, which has been, yeah. which was good for my kind of not amazing squad, and still couldn't get a W. So yeah, that's that's that, very bad that luck. Might, that might very be bad it. luck. Yeah. And I mean, I think your story this year, Odell Beckham Jr. has been one of the most <laughs> disappointing players in this, this yeah. for the season. Well, maybe he should wear yeah. the NFL approved apparel. <laughs> and bow down to the overlords. This wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you pledge know allegiance to the shield. For God's that would have. Oh gosh, <laughs> that would actually been a good topic to start the pod with. Because Jesus is it Christ. possible that both parties are wrong? Like, is it possible that NFL is <laughs> fucking stupid and Odell Beckham Jr. is fucking stupid? Like, Absolutely. they're both. Yes, I think that's. I think it's not just know. the rule is fucking stupid or whatever the fuck it is, and they ding, they ding him every week for something. But he's very obviously yeah. doing it on purpose. <laughs> True. Like yeah. he has to be. Yeah. He's looking for something to exploit. He's looking for something, and all he's doing is making his team worse for it. I think because every single fucking week they got to answer about something. I don't know, man. The the, the yeah. fucking Browns are still the Browns, which actually kind of makes me happy. Yep. So what yeah, it was weird that we thought they'd be good. <laughs> yeah. What what were we thinking? Um, yeah, between Beckham and Devontae Adams being hurt, I mean, the wide receivers were supposed to be the strength <laughs> of my team and they're they've just been garbage. So one one thing I've also noticed about this league, having been in it long enough, I always end up picking one wrong keeper. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter. I always have one guy I'm considering, and then I choose the wrong guy somehow. This year it was Mark Ingram. Um, if I could go back and take Mark Ingram for a third round pick instead of Devontae Adams, Oof. I would probably be looking at three more yeah. wins. <laughs> that would yep. be nice. But, it, I, but at know, the time, happens, it's, I mentioned Mark it, Ingram as a third yeah, round at the time, pick feels crazy. <laughs> It's. I mean, I. I. It, it wouldn't have been a terrible value, but I loved Devontae Adams last year. He caught a touchdown every week. I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. Wanted that again. Obviously, he's been hurt. But it's just funny that it happens every year. There's a keeper I don't keep, 
And it's just like, how is how is it even possible? Some sometimes like some dude will be like a no name wide receiver, and it'll end up being you know I don't know Calvin Ridley or Julio Jones probably like way back when. Oh yeah, I had him for like you know why didn't I keep him for an eleventh rounder? Well, you know you you kept Algie Crumpler for a fifth instead. (laughs) Yeah, Algie Crumpler. Uh, To be fair, I don't think I kept him. Okay, all time all time team by the way. All name yeah. team, the, the big green kelp. Um, uh, Bobby picking up Jay Ajayi, so that's exciting. <laughs> hey man, sounded like the Lions were trying him out. Was, What's funny is you heard the news like, and said, "Yes, a Lions running back. That's who I want." Pull, pull that trigger. I love it. The bl- blind faith in the Lions. Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Man. Well, you're not out of it yet at three and six, but. Ugh, not I think looking we're pretty great. well out of it. But... <laughs> uh, the last game here is Freelancers with a surprise win over Bobby or for, over Blue Thirty Two. So Freelancers keeps their playoff dreams alive. Blue Thirty Two was on a good little streak there, but drops to four and five, thanks to I'm rooting... nothing good from Eric Ebron. I mean, he was playing Eric Ebron. He deserves to lose. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm rooting for your Lance. If you're out there, I'm rooting for you, buddy. D- did you listen to the episode with uh, Lance? Uh, I okay. Don't think so what we learned on that episode, and I'd like to bring it up just one more time, uh, <laughs> because it's incredible. Freelancers has been in the playoffs four times and has never won a playoff game. Oh man! Ooh, they are. Ooh, I'll stop complaining about the playoffs. Four. In the playoffs. That's not good. Yeah. Oh, Lance. I didn't realize how bad he was. But I didn't either. Oh god. (laughs) So ouch. Uh so yeah, that's that. And uh in Survivor this week, Sea City Boston gets kicked out because uh Jutang Clan had immunity. So good time for immunity for Jutang Clan. Wait, that's a thing? Yeah, if you have the high score the week before, you have immunity. <laughs> oh, for shit. I never knew that. I don't think anybody else did either. That's because nobody knows what the fuck Survivor no, is. Um, no, man. I like it. I have not been playing, I admit. Yeah. Bobby, you were eliminated in week five. So, sorry. Far out. <laughs> Far out. Sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, so that was the week that was, and this week is happening right now because it's Thursday. Oh and yeah, God! They're playing football right now. It's, it's probably games. coming up pretty soon. They're going to start playing on Saturdays too, right? Is that still a thing? Oh, in December? <laughs> do they still do that? God damn it! It's just oh, too much God. football. I don't even like it. I That's hate ridiculous. it. I know too uh, much. But Melvin Gordon coming up big for me so far. For Mendez, what do you got here? Fourteen points. Yeah, um, it's like two guys. With so two guys. That's not good. Yeah, not no. good. <laughs> I'm just I'm avoiding that shit. Bobby has a rough game against Green Hell. They're projected to lose by thirty. That's not good. Yeah. Although yeah. you still have two guys it's on the not bench. Great. So or not starting. So you can okay. fix that. Uh and yeah, yeah that's about it. Right. Anything else, guys? No. No, it was this this is this was fun. Um yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks on. for joining us, Bobby. Good to talk to you. Yeah, glad, glad Likewise, we could get man. you on. And uh, yeah, we will yeah. see you all again next week. Good luck in week ten. Good luck. <laughs>